Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is 365 Sports. The Midway Panthers podcast with David Smoke and head coach Shane Anderson is brought to you by Bird Culchin Ford, Centex Bookkeeping, the U.S. Army Waco Recruiting Company, Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine, Safe and Secure Storage, and TFNB, your bank for life. Well, here we are, the 2023 high school football season, and every week, Shane Anderson, Midway head coach, will join me as we look at the Panthers, look at who they are, where they've been, and what they have coming up. And in fact, the season starts on Friday against Mansfield on the road at Anderson Stadium. Uh, maybe that's a little good luck, huh? <laughs> yeah, I hope so. That it's a, So this is year three, and I, and I know the first couple of years, and Midway's been through a, a kind of a drought. There's no question. Um, why is this team possibly the one that maybe gets things growing again? Well, you know, I think it starts with, uh, you know, this senior class and the amount of adversity that they've been through, uh, obviously, the last two years, especially those guys that have played on the varsity, you know, as sophomores and juniors and, you know, taking it on the chin, just being quite frank. And, uh, you know, I think them committing to, uh, you know, getting it flipped and, and getting, the, getting the standard back to what it was. And, uh, you know, we've, we've lost some guys and, uh, you know, we've parted ways with some guys and, you mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think the, it's like anything else in life, the cream kind of rises to the top. And I think the guys that are still with us, there's 42 of them. And I think they're really committed to getting this thing uh, back to what it, what it used to be. When did you see perhaps they're tired of it? They're, 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 that we have to – because does that start your first day of offseason once the season clears? No, you know, I think it's a process. Obviously, I know that's cliche, mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know – First and foremost, that offseason, you know, the, the goal for everybody in the state of Texas is to get bigger, faster, and stronger. Right. But in during that, do, while doing that, you have to really, really focus on, you know, building a team and, and letting your leaders kind of emerge. And, you know, I'm real big on, you know, our leaders don't necessarily have to be our best football players. Uh, you know, we do things in offseason that allows kids that maybe not – that are, they're not going to be a starter or even a backup to lead. And uh, – you know, I think that's where, where it starts kind of gelling and, and kind of, you know, now obviously you want, you know, your best players to be leaders and be great kids. And, and I tell them all the time, your best players got to be your best, you know, people. And, uh, you know, so I think it's just a, it's just a, you know, melting pot of all that. And then, uh, you know, obviously we've had some, 
uh, changes and both coordinators getting head jobs last year and having two new coordinators in. And you know, I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. And uh, the two guys we've come got you know to come in and lead the offense and defense, I think, is, have taken us to the next level, and we're excited about that. Well, Chad President, former star quarterback, uh, played in a couple of state championship games at Temple, then went on to play at Tulsa. Uh, at one point, was a commit to play quarterback at Baylor back when Art Browse was there. Then Jared Stidham eventually came to Baylor, and so Chad went to Tulsa under Philip Montgomery, that same system, and, and eventually got into high school coaching. Uh, you have been told by others that he is not just a kid that wants to coach, that he is a guy that gets it. Yeah, you know, he's, he's special. You know, he's 26 years old, and, uh, you know, when I reached out to Mike Spradlin, uh, you know, I told Chad – uh, you know, the last couple of years, I, I started building a relationship with him kind of off the record. And, uh, you know, I told him, I said, man, one day I'm going to get you. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Spraddling uh, told me he's the real deal. And then, like I told you the other day, the you know, we all have kids that we coached that, that we think highly of and, and we'd stand on the table for. And so, you know, initially I was like, you know, Coach Spraddling loves this kid. And, and that's great. But, uh, you know, once he got in the door, uh, you know, Coach Spraddling was on point. I mean, he's a special, special coach, special, special dude. Uh, kids love him, uh, and it's truly a system. I mean, nothing gets him flustered. You come out to practice, you you are going to think you're at Phil Montgomery's practice or Art Browse practice. He doesn't have a script. He doesn't have a, a a practice schedule. They have one they look at, I think, but I never see it. And uh, he 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 does everything off the cuff, and it's a it's a different deal than I'm used to. Uh, I'm pretty uh, old school in the fact I want to see what's going on, but. You know, you watch him practice, and he doesn't miss a beat. And, and our offensive staff, you know, he brought uh, Garrett Camfield with him from Rockwall Heath, and then we hired Matt Passwater to uh, assist on the O-line with Coach Summer. And Passwater's the son-in-law of Phil Bennett, and, and he's been in the college game and, you know, was at Hawaii with Todd Graham and at North Texas with Seth Luttrell. And, you know, so that, you know, that deal's come together and then and then getting Clint back on defense with, with Ezra and those guys that in Illinois that have been with me. And, you know, it's just it's a special deal we got going on. You can win without a star quarterback, but it does help when you have one that can spin it. And, and Ty Brown is a transfer from Belton High School. I remember back when he first arrived, his uh, sister, of course, had already been on campus too. But your thoughts about him and, and how much does he help trying to run this specific offense? Yeah, you know, first and foremost, he's a great kid. Uh, you know, and then he has something that nobody can coach or teach, and that's, uh, you know, the experience, the Friday night experience. And he's had success. You know, they won a district championship. He was the offensive MVP of that deal. And, you know, they moved here. And, uh, you know, originally it was going to be just a sister. And, uh, you know, he had one more year. And I think they sat down as a family and just decided that they wanted to be together. And once again, I think everything happens for a reason. And, he showed up, and then shortly after, Chad shows up, and we put it all together, and, and Ty's really embraced that. And he, what he did was a great job of building relationships with, with the other kids. You know, anytime you move mm -hmm. as a kid, it's hard. I mean, you know that. Oh yeah, military kid, military yeah. Military family, and you know, and then not just military family, but any any time you move a you move a kid in high school, especially at that age, it's tough. And you know, he still has friends in Belton, and he grew up with those kids. Sure. But he's done an outstanding job of of really just building relationships, not just with the receivers, but with everybody. I mean, he's he's probably as close to Ezra Martinez, our, you know, our star linebacker, as he is anybody. And uh, he's just a special kid, comes from a special family. You know, dad played at Ohio State, played in the NFL, was an Army Ranger, Purple Heart guy. I mean, so the dude comes from, from a lineage of toughness and, and grit and understanding what, what it takes to win. 
And it, it, when, when I was at three high schools in four years, and in fact, one that was here in Texas after three years in Japan, you're right. Whenever you transferred, it took a while. You don't walk in the door and go, hey, I'm, I'm the alpha. You kind of have to let that marinate. And yet sports allows that to happen maybe a little bit quicker than if you would just walked on. That doesn't mean another student can't go through that as well. But I think sports and competition, offseason, et cetera, can help. So um, you, uh, your offense and defensive lines, I know that, that when I watched the scrimmage, uh, there was at least a rhyme and a reason. There were guys that kind of knew what they were doing. And I know that's going to get better. Is that still right now where you don't have enough of that in your system? No, you know, I think uh, we've worked really hard on that. And, I mean, all the way back to – you know, right after we got back from spring break, we start our skills and drills and the fundamentals and then carry into spring ball. And we kept it super simple during spring ball so that those kids didn't have to think and mm -hmm. we weren't having to reteach and we wanted to just get really, really good at those things. And, you know, people get caught up all the time in all this scheme. And at the end of the day, it's blocking and tackling. And uh, if you can get lined up right, yep. that's, that's half the battle at the high school level. And uh, like I said, we have really, really good coaches on both sides of the ball at, at all positions. And, you know, they get it, and, and, and I'm on them daily. You know, if, if your kids don't perform at your position, that's a direct reflection of you. And ultimately, it's a direct reflection of me. And uh, so, you know, we, we put a lot of stress on it. And uh, like I said, we have some guys, especially on the defensive side, that have played a lot of football. Well, I was going to bring that up. I was at the scrimmage on the, down on the field, down on the turf. And I didn't stay for the entire scrimmage because I know eventually you start to tweak a few things. But what I saw on defense, correct me if I'm wrong, were instinctive players. Uh, you know, you're going to have sometimes who you play against certain guys, certain matchups that don't work well. But it looked like to me that there was instincts involved. And I don't know if that's always been the case. Yeah, you know, I think, like I said, it's just the amount of, you know, guys that have played a lot of football. Um, you know, we haven't really changed our scheme defensively. I mean, we've, we, you know, from last year we were that 3-3-5 three, three, look, and, and so we went to the four-man front immediately in the spring and then, and then Clint coming in and building off of that and trying to keep it simple. Uh, you know, but, you know, a kid like Jace White's played a bunch of football. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Carlos Talton was a sophomore that played a lot last year. Uh, the Gibson kid uh, played a lot. And then our linebacking core is, is, is probably as good as I've been around at Midway. And, uh you know, we, we feel like we have five or six guys that can go out there and play those three linebacker positions at any point in time and feel really good about all of them. That, that is uh, it's good to know, and you're right, there's been a lot of snaps, with they, and those kids have taken at times a beating because of, of how the schedule worked out. Okay, Mansfield, a, a series that these schools, Midway and, and Mansfield, have played a lot, some great playoff games, some non-district games like this one, and also in the same district for a couple of years. Greg George, the head coach, what do you know, if anything, about them right now? Well, you know, they're going to be a hard-nosed, tough football team. That staff, the nucleus of that staff has been there a long time. You know, they're going back to when Jeff Hume was mm -hmm. there and then Coach Mayberry, uh, Mayberry that was there that passed away and then and Greg took over for him. And, you know, they're, they're a 4-3 on defense. They've been a 4-3 since we've played them. Uh, offensively, uh, you know, they're going to – the scheme hadn't changed much. Van Cleves, the offensive coordinator, his son's the quarterback. Uh, so, you know, he knows the system. I mean, he's like having a coach on the field. Uh, you know, I think where they're, where they're different from last year is up front defensively. You know, they had two big-time, big-time D tackles, and then they had a safety that's at Texas Tech now. 
And so they're replacing some of those pieces defensively. Offensively, they have the running back back, the Johnson kid. Uh, you know, he's a special talent. And then pretty much their whole old line's back from last year. Um, you know, and so, you know, we're going to have our hands full up front, especially defensively. You know, I think it's going to be a great matchup. We just talked about our defensive front and their guys mm -hmm. coming back. Uh, you know, but you're going to get, uh, you know, power, counter, old school football, downhill. They're going to, you know, play action. And then, like I said, I look for them to try to stretch the field a little bit, uh, you know, especially with Van Cleve's son back there at quarterback. It starts with Mansfield on Friday. Our games are on regular radio with the 106.7 FM, The Eagle. And then also we'll distribute a link that you can hear us. Uh, you need to download Sikkim 365 the app, Sikkim 365 app, will have a link specifically for Midway football that we will have up every time they play uh, here with Midway. Uh, 6.30 the pregame, 7 o'clock is the kickoff at Anderson Stadium in Mansfield. Great to see you again, man. Yeah, man, this is always fun. This is probably one of my favorite things to do every week and uh, get on here and visit with you. You know, you and I have go way back. Way and I back, pre Appreciate yep. what you do for us and uh, – you know, what you guys, you know, off the screen do for us as well. And then we're, we're blessed to be a part of it. Can't wait. Uh, Shane Anderson, Midway football coach. We will have this for you every week from our studios at 365 Sports. This is 365 Sports. The Midway Panthers podcast with David Smoke and head coach Shane Anderson is brought to you by Bird Culchin Ford, Centex Bookkeeping, the U.S. Army Waco Recruiting Company, Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine, Safe and Secure Storage, and TFNB, your bank for life.